Hello, my name's Austin Campbell, and welcome to another episode of the Chicken Noodle Podcast. Please enjoy. Hey, what's going on, fellow noodlers? Um, welcome to another episode of the Chicken Noodle Podcast. My name is Austin Campbell, and uh, I'll be your host for this evening, or this daytime, or this nighttime, whatever kind of animal you are. We're here for you. We love all sorts of animals. Anytime animal, any place, you know. Um, fresh off my shows at the at the lair down here in Dexter, um, they went they went pretty well. What was that? I had a pretty good experience. Um, shout out to Crossroads Theater Company for letting me come up there and do my little little hat and song, little tap dance, you know, little hat and cane number, my little onesie twosie. You know, I shout out to them. Um, uh, they had a there was a, a fairy tale unit that was the first play, Law and Order fairy tale unit with a bunch of students. Then the second play was with a bunch of adults um, doing uh, uh, the Ruby Ruby of Ragnaros, Ruby's Ruby of Ragnarok, Ruby of um, oh gosh, I don't even remember. But anyways, they were good. They were good. Um, thank you for, to everyone that bought a T-shirt. Um, sold some T-shirts there, and that made me feel really good. Um, I don't appreciate, uh, the little comments that some people gave to me, you know, some people walking out, because, you know, here's the deal. What I've learned from the great Norm McDonald is what I heard him, and some, and shout out to Eric Russler, he also said this, but they both said, you know, after, you know, after, you know, after you do a show, you know, mingle with the fans, you know, greet them as they leave, even if you have a bad set, it doesn't matter. You know, just, you know, stay around and, you know, you know, talk, thank you for coming out, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, then you, you do that, you're just, you're putting yourself up for humiliation, right? There's always a possibility, you know, someone walking by, oh, you know, keep up the good work. Um, I think, uh, you know, you could possibly be something in the future if you fix a couple things. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Check, please. I'm, I just got told I can be something if I change a few things. Check, please. You know, or, hey, it was great, but I just, I think you need to be a bit louder. Louder? How's this for you, huh? How's this for, how's this for loud, huh? You like that? You like that? Come here. Come here. Let me open up your mouth and scream down your throat till your Adam's apple pops out your throat. If you're a man, if you're a woman, I don't know if you have an Adam's apple. But what happens if you're an atheist, huh? What if you're an atheist? Do you call it an Adam's apple or do you just say someone has an apple in their throat? Huh. I'm hopped up. What's what's it to you? So yeah, so I got humility, you know, but you got, got a good feedback. Um, a lot of good feedback, you know, it was a mixed demographic, some students, some adults, so you know, you know how we like to get on this podcast, so I couldn't be like that on stage. And, uh, but I wanted to try to get a message across. And, you know, the message is, you know, don't make the same mistakes I did because these are some stories that, you know, because of the poor decisions I've made, I have these stories that, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, you know, I can be kind of funny, but it's not the way to go. 
but I was so carried away on the Friday that I was so, you know, happy that people were just laughing that I forgot to deliver that message at the end. So, um, so things got a little, um, so a few people were upset, but you know, all the people running the show were giving me good feedback. Oh, that was a great balance of, you know, of good and bad and so much and not so much. You know, but really, I mean, I kind, you know, I didn't, I didn't think that I was going to get that kind of feedback, um, because I mean, I was, I, I kept it clean. I didn't curse, you know. I just tried to talk about my struggles, but then so I come back the second night and someone say, hey, "Can I have a word with you?" I'm like, "Uh, yes." You know, if someone ever asks if they can have a word with you, um, it's never going to be just one word, right? So I don't know why we say that. Can I have a word with you? Um, so if I say, uh, yes, what is it? Well, okay, that's your one word. Check, please. Check, please. Right? So, you know, they asked me if I could keep it more PG because some people were like, oh, I can't believe he said that. And I'm like, what, what did I say, though? You know, I mean, I understand what I was talking about, and I should have delivered, you know, message. I'm not trying to make light out of a dark situation. I get it, and I'm privileged to be there, so I respect people's wishes, and I didn't argue. I said, okay, no problem. Right? I said, okay, no problem. Right? But then some other people came in that were not in the audience. I'm not going to say what they were, but they came in and they had previously gave me feedback. And they were like, yeah, you know, good job. Um, and they came back and they were like, Oh, yeah, no, that was not the right act. That was not the right act for those people. I mean, the second you got up there and you said uh, um, X, Y, and Z, I mean, that was just, I knew that it was, that was just a bad, that was just a bad call. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, you weren't freaking, you weren't, you didn't say that yesterday, right? And what I'm, and I'm not mad at these people at all. I'm not trying to, like, put people on blast. I'm just trying to get it to the point of, like, they're in this world the reason why companies double back on you know dumb stuff that happened many moons ago is because these select few of people get on twitter and they're like oh my god i cannot believe this person is excluding people with a club toe Duh, what's wrong with this company and then you know then the people then the company has to be like oh we love people with a club toe we're actually going to come out with a soda and it's going to be called club toe soda you know like club soda because we just love people with club toes we do uh, don't worry about whatever it was that we said or what the, that happened that people were loving that we were excluding people with club toes but we weren't even excluding but yeah club toes come come club toe soda come buy a whole 12 pack Feed it to your kill children. Maybe it'll be something that pops them down for a little bit. But if they have a club toe, don't you worry. We're inclusive. So, got people. Oh, you hear the train? Um, so, yeah. So, I got people, you know, that were like that. Which is fine. So, in my second set, I went up there and I, you know, um, I did not. Uh, that's what I did. I just went up there and farted. Um no, for my second set, I went up there and I did a completely different thing. I didn't talk about my past at all. Um, not that I'm trying to hide who I am, but I was just like, you know, because uh, I'm not going to hide who I am. I'm not going to hide who I am, Mom. Not for him. I don't care if he's going to be my stepdad. I'm not going to hide who I am. 
I don't care if he has a big inheritance that we can get. I'm not going to hide who I am. Not now. Not ever. So, not that I was trying to hide who I was or anything, but I just felt like it'd make it just keep peace on all fronts. Um, and uh, so, and then at the end of it, I was like, hey, hey, you know, I know some of you people were here, you know, the first night, and I just wanted to, you know, say I wasn't, it mean to offend anyone or go too far. I know there were children here, um, but you know, I you know I had a message that I wanted to deliver, but I did not because I was so carried away because people were actually laughing at my jokes, and I have poor self-esteem sometimes, and I've been in a rut lately because of uh, the open mics just get me feeling down sometimes. Um, I didn't say all that, but I did pretty much just say that, and I said and. So my message is this, you know, don't, you know, I wasn't trying to make light out of a dark situation. I just wanted to, you know, if I can help any kind of youth, you know, realize that from my mistakes, do not make the same ones. You know, there is situations that you are going to be put in and you might have already been put in them in high school. I was put in many of them and I did not choose the right one. Like, yes, it shaped me and made me the person I am today and I wouldn't change a thing, but it's not easy. It's not for, you know, it's not for everyone, you know, uh, not everyone can come back from it or come back from it alive at all. You know, you know, just it's the road that does not need to be traveled. So, you know, if you're ever put in a situation where, you know, drugs are present, you know, just say no, go home, talk to your parents, hug your parents, you know, um, you know, just be honest with yourself and do not succumb to the pressure around you because all things will do, all these substances will do is just tear your life apart and you will slowly lose everything that you love and hurt people that you love. And so I said all that and it was good. Um, and then my third set went good. It was a two o'clock. It was a matinee show and it went great. But yeah, everyone gave me good feedback. I stood at the door while everyone left. Some people said, hey, good job. You know, and I said, thanks for coming out. Other people just walked by and I said, hey, thanks for coming out. And they didn't say anything, which that's fine. I don't have to say anything. It's more for me than it is for anyone else. Um, so, yeah, so that was, uh, that was nice. Then, now, I'm not going to say names because I do not know who these people are. Because why? Because you boys not from here, am I? No. What do we know about Austin? Oh, he lives down south, doesn't he? He does live out south, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Oh, well, what do we know about him? Oh, we know that he's a city boy, isn't he? Oh, he's a city slicker. He's a city slicker in the South. Oh, he's just merging two things together, isn't he? Yes, he is. But anyways, I don't know these people. So I'm sitting there at the door, and this one lady who had um, a baby in, um, in, a, in a carrier, you know, like one of the things you can put into a car. See, it's a, a really, you know, a baby, an actual baby. She's sitting there, you know... Um, in the play and watching for a little bit and then she was going to leave and she was telling you know the group of people you know she was leaving and then this one person was like oh you know oh where are you going she's like oh i'm just you know i'm you know leaving he's like no, no where are you going she's like uh i mean i'm just i'm just going you know 
And uh, she's like, all right, I'll see you later. And he starts pursuing her. And um, I'm like, oh, you know, she has her hands full with this baby. I'm going to get the door for her. So I get the door for her. And as I'm going to get the door, this guy's like, oh, hey, let me help you with that door. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine, you know. I've got it. And so, like, I get the door, and he's like, no, 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 let me help you. And she's like, he's got it. And he's like, no, no, no. And he's like, you know, being, you know, very aggressive. And, okay, here's, before I go any farther, okay, let's cut scene for a second. So, I'm holding the door, this person, this lady with the baby, their hands full with the carrier thing is walking out of the door this guy is pursuing her and she's pretty much saying you know she's got it under control it's fine but he's like no no and the tone is not something it's like an aggressive tone from him to her and so as a man okay if you're a man all right your our job is to protect the protect the children and protect the women with children if you know if man's not around you are to protect Okay, that's what it is. So my manly senses, my senses heighten, and I'm like, oh, okay, let's let's do this, right? Because I'm sensing, you know, I'm just sensing weird vibes. So I hold the, you know, I'm holding the door, and he's like, no, 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 let me help. I'm like, oh no, it's all right, I've got it. And then he stops and he looks at me, and he's like. Oh no, let me help let me help you carry that baby. And she's like, No, it's fine. I've I've got it. He's like, No, 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 let me help. I'm like, hey, I don't think she needs your help. He said, Well, look at her. Look at her arms full. And lady goes, you know, looks at me, you know, and I'm like, here, let me get this other door. So I get the other door. Well, he comes and kind of grabs the the carrying thing and then walk like walks out the door, and I'm like you know, I, you know, patrol outside, right? Because at the end of the day, I don't really know what's going on. So I can't overstep a boundary because for all I know, they might be related. But if I were to put all, if I were, you know, a, a betting man in this situation, I would say they weren't. And I would say, I know what's going on. So I go outside patrolling and I watch Right, and she, you know, kind of, you know, grabs the baby back from him abruptly, puts him in her car, and she kind of like drives off. He's trying to like create conversation, and she's just not having none of it. And so he comes back in, and he just gives me this look, right? And you know, well, I'm at a matinee for Christ's sakes, but Jesus, he's at Jesus, he's at a matinee, trying to keep it calm, right? So he, you know, gives me this look, and I'm like. You know what? Like you think you're gonna, you think we're gonna break eye con- You think I'm gonna break eye contact from you? No. Let's call back to another episode. I'll look you straight in your eye, right? I'll look you straight in your eye and I'll shove my hand down your throat before I break eye contact. Here, ah, you shove your hand down mine. Let's see who breaks eye contact first. Son of a gun. So, um. Uh, the end of that story is he just didn't want none. You know, I mean, he knew what was going on, and I was there to patrol and protect and make sure that, you know, everything was okay. And granted, you know, I might be looking way too much into it, but I don't think I was. Right? And he knew that I knew what was up. Right? And I just had to make sure, you know, as long as that woman's okay and she's cool, then we don't have no problems, you know? So, um, yeah, so hopefully, uh, 
yeah, so I'm sure that all worked out. So there was that that happened. Um, so the, the shows were, you know, the shows were, um, they were fun. You know, some, oh, and then I, then, then what do you do? What's another reason you want to stand out? Um, what is another reason, contestants, what's another reason that you want to stand out and greet the people that came to the show? Contestant one, um, to try to hook up with some fans. Eh. The chi the chicken man is taken. I'm engaged. No. Contestant number two. Um, to try and hawk t-shirts and hawk your merchandise. Um, yes, but that's yes, that is bam, number uh, number three. That is number two on three on the board. Um, next contestant. Um, you want to do it for yourself so people give you feedback on your set and you can, you know, maybe people will like you more if they stay and talk to you or they'll tell you something they liked about your joke or it'll make you feel good about yourself. Oh, ding, that's number two. All right, last contestant. If you get this answer on the board, then you, your family wins the game. What is the number one answer? Um, to network. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, your family wins a 2014 Hyundai Sonata. What are you going to do with it? Um, well, I don't know what we're going to do with it. Um, so, yeah, you want to network. So I networked with some people, and uh, I uh, I got some, you know, other things in the works. So that was that. that's that's very good. It's very good to have other things in the works. Um, but, yeah, you know, so you never know who you're talking to. You never know who you're talking to, so you always you need to be on your P's and Q's at all times when in those kinds of situations. And luckily, I was. But as I was talking to this person, I was feeling really loose. You know, I was feeling really loose as I was talking to this person, and we were talking about you know shows and doing more shows at certain places. And he was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to do a spot. Uh, I'm trying to get a show together at this place." You know, and or he's like, have you ever um, tried to do a spot at this place? And I was like, no, I'm actually trying to get talk to those people to get a hold of them. And he's like, well, you're talking to them. And I'm like, oh, snap. So like all of a sudden I got, you know, I was, you know, trying not to fumble the conversation because I was just being really loose. But then when I, once I realized that you try and tighten up and from trying to like being loose and then trying to tighten up it's just sometimes it just doesn't work out that well but luckily you know we exchanged information and so hopefully um you know sometime soon i can announce some more things that will uh that will be on the rise um so yeah so that was that was nice uh so that was nice yeah it was a good group of shows um you know my first weekend uh my first weekend doing the, you know, my first ever weekend. Um, yeah, I had a, I meant to play that sound effect earlier, you know, like whenever I saw that guy chasing that girl down with the baby, I meant to be like, hey. Do you guys know each other? But I forgot, so it's whatever. Um, thought about that for a while, but didn't do it, yes. Woo, baby. Um, what did I see in the news the other day? I saw, I saw Mitch McConnell, Republican, you know, senator or whatever he is. Um, let's look up, let's, let's, uh, Mitch McConnell. Oh, what do you know, the first one? Um, yeah, Mitch McConnell is how, 81 years old, okay? 
and he is an American politician. He saw serves as a senior United States senator from Kentucky. Oh, is he a senior? Oh, because I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell with those jowls. All right. But for those of you that don't know what happened, um, uh, he was g getting interviewed, you know, after the politicians, after they, you know, have that meeting where they figure out how they can fatten their pockets and put more hookers on their boats and more, you know, cocaine up their nose and how they can just get over on the backs of hardworking people. They come out and they talk to the press about it and they just filibuster nonsense and just try and keep us asleep. Right, so they go to interview him, and he starts to say something, and then he just freezes like a freaking android. Okay, he f just freezes. Oh, and he's just sitting there, just waiting to finish answering the question. He doesn't say anything, and um, he's just like then this um. Then the guy, like his handler, I guess he's a handler. The guy behind him is giving him that face, like, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, it's uh, time for him to go, you know, just giving that look. And it's like, they just like walk him off as he's just frozen, right? Just frozen for way too long. And I mean, that's concerning, right? Because this man's 81 years old voting on stuff to ke that keeps this country running. And it's like, how long are we going to continue? To allow this to happen, allow these elderly people who need to be on a farm somewhere. Him and Joe Biden should be on a on a porch out in a pasture, right? Just just looking at nothing, right? And it would be so perfect because you'd have Joe Biden in a rocking chair, right? Because he's just rocking because he's out of his mind. And then you could have Mitch McConnell just sitting there in, you know, in a wicker chair that doesn't rock. Right, but it has to be wicker, and they're just sitting there. And Joe Biden, you know, you know the thing about you know whenever I was in there, you know, remember we had that war, and you know Putin and Ukraine, and uh, well, no, he didn't. And Putin in Iraq, I sorry, Ukraine, they never been invaded. And then Mitch McConnell just sitting there, you know, and they just need to go out there, and they have enough money that they've scammed everyone out of being a lobbyist and just a crooked politician, just a freaking mosquito see i'm trying not to cuss these uh weekend shows have got me on my no curse train but a uh, freaking mosquito just sucking the blood out of everyone and they just live out their lives peacefully and then everyone everyone's fine and everything's good right but no you got this guy up there that's pat that's voting that has a legit vote that's standing there with jowls bigger than I've ever seen on anyone, and his jowls are filled with deceit, you know, um, repentance, um, you know, dishonesty. His jowls are filled with, you know, you know, crookedness. I mean, um, his jowls are filled with, you know, filled with excess amounts of just filth. I mean, I think when you're so dirty as a politician. You know, and you're so old, your jowls just get filled up with filth. And so they're just under your chin, in between, you know, where your neck and your chin just flabbling, you know. And when you talk, they get bigger because you're just talking filth and you're talking that shit. And they just fill up and they're just flailing, right? And I'm sure, you know, I think if you have jowls, you should donate your jowls to science 
and we should fry them and eat them because that's what we do in America. If it's if it's if there's something wrong with it, we fry it and eat it, and, and gosh dang it, we just we just carry on. So you got this guy Mitch McConnell, right? Let's see, and um, Mitch well Mitch McConnell says he will serve his full term. Oh well, that's great. Uh, where was it? Where did I just read this at? Yeah, um, someone, Nikki Haley on McConnell's health. We need new generational leaders. Oh, you don't say. Right? I mean, we have people like Liquid Death, right, that are, that are actually, you know, doing something better than plastic water bottles. I mean, that's a start, but I mean, golly, come on. You know, I want my politician to be talking about, you know, how he feels the liver king is wrong. You know, if you ask Mitch McConnell... You know about the liver king, you know he'll he'll you know I don't I don't know what he'd do. Um, Senator Mitch McConnell, let's let's read an article real quick about this, then we can move on. Um, Senator Republican leader Mitch McConnell, leader. Oh, he couldn't lead. He's leading he's the blind, leading the blind, the blind leading some of the blind, and the blind that can't see. Um. Mitch McConnell has repeatedly said he is fine. I am fine. I, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You're not fine. You're froze. Since he froze up mid-sentence during a press conference on Wednesday, and now his office is trying to tamp down speculation that he might not fill out his term as leader because of his health. In a statement, his office said McConnell appreciates the continued support of his colleagues and plans to serve his full term in the jo job they overwhelmingly elected him to do. Well, who elected him, right? Who elects the Senate? I don't. I mean, do we elect them? But I mean, does our votes even matter? Who knows? But I'm sure they weren't like, yes, McConnell, yes, is 79 years old when he went in, probably, you know, when he got reelected. Oh, we overwhelmingly needed him to do it. The statement first reported by Politico comes after McConnell, 81, has suffered health problems in recent months. At his weekly conference, weekly press conference this week, he froze and started vacantly, stared vacantly for about 20 seconds before his GOP colleagues standing behind him grabbed his elbows and asked if he wanted to go. GOP colleagues, okay, no, they're not GOP colleagues. Those are people that were hired for that particular moment. They're not his freaking colleagues. They're the people that are there to catch him if he falls, right? I mean, Joe Biden should probably have more of those people. Am I right? Um, has suffered health problems and, and standing behind him, grabbed his elbows and asked if he wanted to go back to the office. He later returned to the news conference and answered the questions as if nothing had happened. You can't do that. Okay, I want my political, a political person, if they freeze up, okay, as soon as you come back out there, I want you to, like, come back out there, okay, and, you know, go to your, you know, back to your office. They grabbed his elbows. Hey, would you like to go back to your office? <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think that's a yes. Okay, but anyways, I want you to come back out there to the conference and you need to rip your shirt off, and you need to get down and give me 20 push-ups. Because if you can't, you ain't fit. You ain't fit. All right? And I don't think that's too much to ask for. 
these people and their old money and their green hundred dollar bills. Like get some blue faces in there. Um. Uh, when asked about the episode, I mean, and then you're just gonna go out there and ask it. Oh yes, where was I? Sorry, I was thinking about the time and uh, and eight, you know, in the 1800s, whenever um, we still had black people as slaves, and I was like, well, now they have people like Cardi B that are out here giving their political opinions on things, and I just thought, wasn't it better whenever you know they worked for us? That's what he's thinking. All right. That's what he's thinking. So get him out. Petitioning to ha get him out of here. Um, man, Kyle, you. He was first elected into the Senate in 1984. Oh my gosh. 84, 94, 04, 14. I mean, almost 40 years. I mean. <sighs> Whatever, whatever. But, you know, hey, but they, but remember, um, you know, transgender people in sports, that's the big issue here, right? Or uh, try that in my town. Try that in my town, why don't you? Try that in my small town, huh? That's what we need to be worried about. Or, or Tal Childress having something about gay people in his music videos. Those are the main concerns. Do not worry about Mitch McConnell. He is fine. He was just thinking about whenever his family used to own slaves. That's all. Do not worry about that. He is just about to die. Do not worry about that, everyone. Okay, this podcast is telling you, do not worry about what the leaders of our country, don't worry about their health, don't worry about if they're fit, don't worry about their views, don't worry about what they do behind closed doors, and definitely don't worry about the direction they're turning this country. But you need to worry about Jason Aldean being pro-lynching, okay? You need to worry about that, and you also need to worry about Tyler Childers, Tyler Childress, whatever his name is, you need to worry about if he's for gay marriage or not. All right, those are the things you need to worry about. All right, ah, glad we got that out of the way. Someone wanted me to talk about something. I don't have no emails. You guys have been slacking. Um, oh, LeBron James' son, Bronny James, um, had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest. I mean, dude, was what, 18 years old, and he had a heart attack. I mean, you know, is it because he balls too hard or is it because of a vaccine? Austin, that's crazy talk. Don't be worried about the vaccine that we did not have a lot of information on. Just be worried if he's going to be breaking any records at USC. Don't worry about why he got a heart attack. Just know he balls hard, right? So shout out to them. Hopefully, you know, it seems like he's doing better. I saw a video of him playing the piano. And uh, that was pretty cool because that's something that I always wanted to do is learn how to play the piano. <sighs> and then someone at friggin' work asked, tried to say that it's a good thing to manipulate someone. That manipulate can mean good. And I'm like, listen, manipulate can mean good only if you're talking about like if you're using a tool like you're manipulate like you know with our thumbs opposable thumbs we can manipulate things that's what separates us that's the only good time 
used to manipulate someone. And I just have this guy I work with, shout out to, you know, Seth Browning, shout out to him. Because I'm sure he would love if you guys just all just, you know, talk to him about this whenever you see him. Because he's the kind of guy that will just pop off out of nowhere about absolutely nothing. Now, we love that at this podcast, okay? We love that. But, um, but some, like, he'll give you a run for your money. I will sometimes have a talk with him and I'll be like, yeah, like, okay, I feel this way about it. And then we'll go back and forth. And then after a certain time, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of checked out on this, but he won't stop. So I tip my cat to him, tip my hat to him on that. But yeah, if you guys want to email in, send in, uh, the beautiful Riley's not here right now, but wanted to ask her about it. But if you think manipulating can ever mean a good thing, like to manipulate someone, can there ever be a situation where that is okay? Let me know, chickennoodlepodcast at gmail.com. Send me your idea, your answers on this hot button issue, because I'm going to be faced with this problem again on monday when he asked me if i've thought about it anymore and i just my views are my views i just don't think it's ever a good thing to manipulate someone in any way shape or form because i'm a mass i was a master manipulator the cardinals the cardinals everybody the cardinals i just got a text from someone that says the trading has begun let's see what they've done Oh, we won 0-3 today. Well, at least we didn't. At least we didn't get swept by the Cubs. And I mean, all these Cubs fans, they all my Facebook feed. Oh, take that, St. Louis! We're whooping your ass this year. Okay, I will. Some I will sacrifice a year to you guys. We whoop your ass every year, and it's never a contest. And what you guys have won two World Series, and they were what a century apart. Go fly a kite. I'll sacrifice that one year because you guys are still trash. Your fans are atrocious. You, I mean, your guys is you guys as fans. I mean, it's it's such a shame what you guys do to your fans. Is you put them through so much pain and torture, and you guys suck so much every year that the height of the Chicago Cubs fandom is to make a stupid beer snake. Oh, hey, everyone, pass me your cups. Hey, let's make a beer snake. Yeah, look at this snake. You know, you ever seen them interviews with the people? So how does the beer snake come about? Oh, well, you know, I mean, in the sixth inning, once we've had a couple few in us, someone just yells, hey, give me all your cups. And then we just start a train. And then it's just, you know, then by the, you know, close to the end of the game, we've got a beer snake, you know? And I mean, it only works if everyone holds it up together. You know, that's the only way it works. All right, I'm telling you right now. I mean, Jesus Christ, what a bunch of sad sack fans. But this year, um, this year the Cardinals, we we suck. So I'll give that to you. But don't act like you're some you're some hot you're some a hot topic team when you're not. You're ju- you're you're not you're not that much better. And if we had some freaking pitching, it'd be no contest. Let's see, STL Cardinals trades. The trading has begun. Oh, Jordan Hicks and Jordan Montgomery traded. Oh, I love Jordan Montgomery. Montgomery. 
Um, in moves designed to better the team in 2024. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're just rebuilding. Yeah, just chalk it up. Don't worry. We're only concerned about winning the division. And if we can't win the division, we'll or sneak in on the wild card. We don't care about getting out of the first round, but we just want to get there. Um, and moves better that pro protect the roster from losing future free agents without getting much in return. The Cardinals dealt closer Jordan Hicks to the Blue Jays, and they also traded left-hander Montgomery and right-hand reliever Chris Stratton. I'm not mad at the Chris Stratton for several prospects. Oh, my God. In the midst of the Cardinals 3-0 of the Cubs, the Cards shipped the fireballing Hicks for right-hander Sim Roberse and the right-hander Adam Kloffenstein. Number, number seven prospect in 18 games. Uh, I mean... Um, St. Louis, Texas Cardinals get Tico Roby infielder. Yes, we need... Yeah, yeah. Thomas C. at Jordan. Rangers get... I don't know. All that's trash. I'll miss Hicks, but... Whatever. Mm. Press release. Shout out to the Rangers. They're doing something over there. One thing I won't do is complain about the return for the rentals. I think the Cardinals didn't find it. If we trade control of players and it's not return, that's another story. Whatever. I just like Montgomery, but I mean, obviously, they were just giving up on the season. Just give up. I mean, unless we're going to start striking, they're not going to put any money into the team. So the more we keep getting, oh, the more we've got more uh, – um, we've got more viewers watching than any other team. Our attendance average is through the roof. Until that changes, they ain't going to throw no money into the team. So, and I understand you want to go to a Cardinal game. I understand that's fine, but, I mean, I'm kind of checked out on it because also I don't like the way the game is being played either. Okay, let's flash back to what if Friday, maybe Thursday. I don't know. We were playing the Cubs. Right, and this dude Ian Happ, Michaelis, our pitcher with the mustache, is on the mound. Okay, and Ian Happ is the Cubs batter. Okay, he swings the bat. Okay, and he's always has a trouble. He's always had trouble holding on to the bat. Okay, and it's always flying down one of the baselines. It's always hitting the umpire, someone on the backswing, or you know, going towards the pitcher. It's just a problem. And you're in the pros, get that under control. So he swings the ball, bat. And on the back swing, he smacks Contreras, our catcher, in the head. Lacerates his head. His head starts bleeding. It's a whole bad deal. I mean, it could have it could have been a lot worse. So he does that, and uh, um, so the next pitch, right? So we have to Contreras out the game. Our backup catcher comes into the game. Next pitch, Michaelis throws him one up top, close to his head. And that's a warning. That's what that's called is a warning shot, right? Like, hey, it's coming. Tighten up. Then the second pitch. With no warning. The umpires issued no warnings after the first pitch. So the second pitch throws and hits him right in like the, right in like the back, buttocks, thigh area, somewhere up in there. And so he hits him. And Ian Happ puts his head down, takes his base, because he knows he fucked up. Okay? He knows he screwed up. So, um, so he 
the umpires come out and they start talking and they eject Michaelis. Right? They eject him. And I'm like, why would you... Like, you didn't issue no warnings. You're going to eject him, but you're not going to eject Ian Happ for almost concussing or possibly, you know, hospitalizing Contreras. You're not going to do that. That's how the game polices itself. So then, so then Ollie goes out there. He gets ejected. Michael gets suspended the game. Ollie gets suspended the game and gets fined. What, for protecting your teammate? Right? So then Dakota Hudson comes out there, and I'm like, okay, if Dakota Hudson, our next pitcher, has any balls, he'll throw the ball right at the next batter. Because this is baseball, this is St. Louis, and this is how we do this. All right? But what does he do? He gets up there, and what? He throw No, he delivers one right down the plate. Okay? Because he's soft. All right? Soft like serve. Soft like serve ice cream. Okay? So when I see that, and I'm like, oh, the league is just letting this go, and this is just how the game is played. This is how hockey fans feel. You know, if the game can't police itself, then the umpires have to do a better fucking job of doing it themselves. Okay? And they're not doing that. So for that, I'm checked out on baseball. Yeah, see you later. You know? Yeah, sure, maybe I'll watch it if I have nothing else to do, but do you think that I care? You know? I don't even, I don't pay for the games anyways. Ah. <sighs> Sorry, fired up. So, yeah, I mean, but on the bright side, football. Football's around the corner. Let's start it up. And I love the fantasy football, and I can't wait. If anyone listening to this has a spot, in their fantasy football league, let me know. Holler at your boy. Um, holler at the King Rooster, and uh, we'll get this. You know, we'll get this on, show on the road. Where I can't wait to start the fantasy football. I love the football season. Um, I mean, there's just life is just good when football's going on, right? I love it. I love all sports, but you know, it's always nice. Like there's just a feeling when the football season starts that I don't get with any other sports whenever they start, right? I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is, if it's just like the games or once a week, you know, or I, I don't know. There's just so much that rides on every game. Other than baseball, there's 162 games. What do I want, you know? Um, so, yeah, football's around the corner. Fantasy football is starting up. I'm excited about that. Um, trying to think if there's anything else that I want to tell you guys. I've done about 40-ish minutes. Um, I felt like I've kept momentum going all the way through on this episode, and I'm really proud of myself for that. Um, if you guys want any t-shirts, um, hit me up. Uh, they're 20 bucks. I can ship them to you. Um, and, uh, or if you know, you want to, you know, if anyone listening to this, Wants to get a hold of me, just send the email at chickennoodlepodcast at gmail.com. Send me in some, you know, some topics of discussion and we can all discuss together. Share this podcast with a friend. Um, you know, I'm I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. Um, well, I guess that that let's see, what do we have? Forty three minutes? All right, let's go one through quick one through uh, October fourteenth, um, the day that I'm getting married. Um, ever my other comedian friends are going to be doing a show at the um, 
at the uh, um, at the SEMO Pets. It's at the VFW. Um, it's like fifty dollars a ticket, but it's the former SEMO. It's the former uh, animal sanctuary. Pretty much, and this is just a fundraiser, and you get prime rib with your fifty dollars and some merchandise. And uh, anyways, they're gonna have some comedians come do do some stand up. So um, if you want to do that, that's cool. If not, that's that's all right too. Um, we do one of these every Monday. Um, thank you for everyone that's listening. If you have any suggestions, anything you you know, anything I could do differently with this podcast, you let me know. Um, but besides that, love you guys. Um, you know, just a just a young just a young chicken chasing his dreams out here. And remember, everyone, if you're good at what you do, stay cocky.